0: Hi, I'm Michelle Werdeman, and I help people create their dream life by asking powerful questions, better questions, through mind, balance, and wellness living. You'll get clear about what you really want by achieving emotional freedom and strengthening your relationships. Through my foundational coaching and 19-year certified financial planning background, I guide you through your circumstances, thoughts, and feelings, and show you how to take actions that give you the results you want. Contact me today at mbwliving.com to schedule your free 30-minute discovery call. Welcome to the Boot Camp for Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Werdeman, certified life weight and career coach and certified financial planner. What is happening today, my friends? I am pretty giddy today, and although I usually am a little bit giddy um, every day, today I am extra giddy. And if you've heard my previous podcast, you know that June is my birthday month. And I love celebrating my birthday all month long. And it's kind of a running joke in my family. But this particular year, I wanted to celebrate in a different way. I wanted to celebrate mental and physical strength um, for a couple of reasons. One, we were coming off of May, which is mental health awareness month. And June, people are always trying to get physically fit. And let's, you know, let's be honest, there's just crazy in the world right now. So that's where, you know, that thought process came in. So to that point, and why I am extra giddy in today's episode, I have with me today, my friend, uh, radio talk show host, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneurial Coach, you name it. I could go on and on. Nicole Perry. Yay! Welcome back, Nicole.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
0: I'm so happy you're here. We were just talking. We didn't realize we were literally talking for about 20 minutes before we even started.
1: (laughs) I know. I'm like, come on, let's just hit the record button and then continue. I
0: have so many good things to talk about. I love it. And I know we've mentioned this actually on this show before and on your radio show, The Powerful Woman Revealed that you, you know, we both experience like at me, anxiety, you, a little bit of anxiety, but more on the depression, um, aspect of things. So just with, yeah, like all the crazy that's in the world today, I feel like some people suffer in silence and I don't particularly like the word suffer. And mm. I feel like you'll agree with me when we say like
1: strong suffer.
0: word. Yeah. And I like to think when I did, and as I walked through um anxiety, it's, it's not suffering, it's learning, right? So I thought what a great way to kind of share our experiences um to the listeners, just because I feel like the more you're, you talk and you're open about this stuff, I feel like it just takes a load off of somebody that's listening. Yeah,
1: maybe. yeah, it's so helpful. It's so helpful. Yeah, so I have, um, experienced in my 54 years probably not 54 years because as a child under the age of 10 I can't say I was depressed right yeah um but I have experienced um I would I want to say a fair amount of some um depression and also some anxiety and I I still experience both things Mm -hmm. both of those things, but they are, um, I don't want to say they're non-existent, but they're so way down low on the radar. Yeah. That, um, I, I hardly noticed it anymore.
0: That's great. So when you did experience, let's say depression, what did it look like for you? And would it come on? Out of nowhere, would it or would it be like something prompted you or triggered you?
1: Well, it was never convenient. (laughs) No, (laughs) it was never convenient. Some feelings Uh, aren't. (laughs) Well, and it was, it was really, it was me allowing outside things to change my vibration.
0: I love that you just said that because right before we started recording, that's what I was saying. You can only control so much. And right now with so much going on in the world, I find people are angrier, they're sadder,
1: Mm -hmm. more anxious, Mm -hmm. Um,
0: and going through social media, like all of that stuff. And like you just said, like you, you can only control what you can control, not saying you don't have to help do something about something that you feel struggling for, but your emotions, right?
1: Yeah. And I, I, there's so many things that I do that I know help keep the, um, the anxiety and the depression at bay mm-hmm. and keep my, va- my vibrations high. And what are and, those things? Well, I can name two <laughs> that helped me. Uh, one is what I feed my body. Yeah. Oh, so talk more about that. Because as and, I
0: mentioned, you're an author.
1: Yes. So the book, I I have it. This is kind of a messy copy because this, look at all my notes. Oh, I love it. Look at all my This is my audio notes. I mean, I've got so much stuff going on here, but this yeah. is... This is my working copy. Look, there's a bookmarker falling yeah. out.
0: I'm on a love <laughs> but, diet.
1: Yes. And so a grapefruit diet's not realistic. A love diet's personal. Um, and so I I'm started writing the book in October of 2017. And here we are in 2022 in June. And I have created my own diet. I've been on my own diet through this whole journey and I keep shifting it and shifting it and shifting it. It's pretty much shifted as much as it's going to shift now. But I know that feeding my body clean, cleaner, I'm not hundred percent clean. I'm not whole food uh, plant-based. That's like an ultimate reach for me. I'm kind of just the lazy (laughs) vegan-ish, which is kind of easy eating. I, I feel like eating vegan is, is, um, is easy. But, um, so because I eat cleaner than I used to, um, I don't get affected as much. Some of the worst foods we can feed ourselves Mm -hmm. is like a big giant fried platter of, of a bunch of fried stuff. Yeah. Like no green, it's all brown food. It's all fried. It's all saturated. That's not healthy food to help our brains get rid of any kind of, or yeah. keep that depression or anxiety at bay. It just feeds into it.
0: No. And it's such a good point you bring up because that all affects your gut, right? And your gut, if you have an unhealthy gut and that feeds into your, your immune system, your brain, your nervous system, all of that stuff. And I know people are like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I know fried food isn't good, but it really affects your mood.
1: Yeah and and there's a lot of people that are probably listening right now going oh but it's so delicious.
0: Mm. And
1: that's great. It's like on that moment it's delicious but what do we really want our lives to be like? Yeah. Like I I want to live a really long and vivacious and healthy life. It doesn't mean I don't ever eat a bag of potato chips or yeah. you know things that are not quite healthy. But, you know, for the most part, I want to feed my body nutrition, mm-hmm. like foods that are going to support and it's this vicious circle. So it's like your gut and the food you put in your body and then it feeds the depression and then the bad gut feeds the depression, which makes you want to go get that food and you just go back yeah. and forth and back and forth and it's just a vicious Circle of a bunch of nonsense where yes. you could start your day eating vegetables and eat healthy and be healthy and be so much more at peace.
0: Yeah, no, I love that example. And the reason, like, because it's so true. And I, over the course of so many years, have I'm I was I am still kind of I'm working on it though, like a huge wine drinker, right? and there's so many mixed messages about alcohol out there like oh a little bit's good for you and then it's not but to that point about the vicious cycle that's yeah. exactly what um alcohol and anxiety are for me because mm-hmm. and i've learned now that and i knew like when i was in my early 20s or 30s and i was partying it up like I didn't get sick per se as a hangover. I was a walking bank of anxiety, just like, and now I know that alcohol, because it's the depressant, and I won't go into all like the the details about that, but it is causing your body to, and this is why a lot of times you wake up at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. after like a night of drinking, it's the cortisol and the adrenaline that is rushing through your body that actually causes the anxiety. And a lot of people will drink because they're anxious because they want to calm their anxiety because in that minute it's going to give you that instant gratification, like satisfaction or gratification. But it's such a cycle because it It literally is is what is causing the
1: anxiety in the first place. And like, I'm not a nutritionist. So I did create my own diet. I, I wrote, I, I show people in my book, how I created my own diet. I'm not a nutritionist. I just researched myself and I and I feed my body what I feel like is nutrition and I exercise but to the point of alcohol so I'm not a nutritionist but I or doctor but I do know that it is a, a, it begins as a stimulant and mm-hmm. then it turns into a depressant yeah and these are the things that um, when you feed your body um, things like, exercise and I go for a run. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeding, I'm hitting, um, the endorphins in a, a positive way. Yeah. So I'm, so your, your body, the endorphins, your body wants to, Oh yeah. Repeat that behavior. Yes. that glass of wine. Ooh, that felt good. Repeat that pleasurable behavior. So whatever the pleasures are, your body and your brain automatically want to repeat these things. Yeah. And if you can slowly work in some positive things yep. every now and then, um, you'll, your body will start to crave the running versus the drinking yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: even like little things like at night, like I've just been changing kind of my habits up a little bit. Like I have done meditation now for years. And when I say meditation, people are like, oh, my God, you just sit there. And we're like, like, no, no. I mean, it could be a minute. It could be five minutes. It could be 10 minutes, 20, whatever. But it's just being at I don't want to say peace, because I think a lot of people think that when you meditate, you're not supposed to think which is that doesn't happen.
1: Right. I, I feel like there's no wrong. There's no like, wrong. Exactly. Like, like washing dishes for me is very meditative. Mm. Like I like what my husband waters the lawn and waters the garden. That's a very meditative process yeah. for someone to Sit on their deck in the morning and drink their coffee and write in their journal in the beautiful outdoor nature. That's very meditative too. Yeah. So you can do the sitting and the quiet and have, but I love to tell people if you're uncomfortable and you're like, oh, I can't sit still. I'll just fall asleep. Then play meditation music while you're doing dishes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I used, I to, used to call them that.
1: I that. used to. I used to play meditation music while I was writing my book. I would be typing and I'd have the meditation mm-hmm. music playing while I'm typing the words. And so you can just it it's, it is whatever you want it to be. Yeah. You know, taking the dog for a walk can be meditative.
0: Yeah, no going out in nature and walking, but yeah, I love that point of the um the music because now with like whether it's Apple or YouTube whatever it is, you can get access to meditation music, like ASAP, if you want it.
1: Yeah. And, and like 16 hours, yeah. <laughs> you can leave it up on in your tray on your laptop yeah. and, and just hit pause and just keep coming back to the same yeah. one whenever you feel like
0: it. Yeah. And it, it, it's re- it really does do a body good and a brain mm-hmm.
1: good. So I, so I have only in the past couple of years since I have started to remove alcohol eat more cleanly introduce exercise and do some different forms of meditation that is those are really the things or the tricks or the secrets of how I keep the depression at bay do I still have it pop in every now and then it does yeah it doesn't last very long and what does it look like when it does pop in you um it it really is um well it hasn't happened in so long oh that's (laughs) good (laughs) i don't want to trigger it (laughs) i'm like trying to think like it it really is it so what it does so again it when it lowers um my vibrations when i allow other things to come in and then i pulls off And then I'm angry and then I don't want to talk to people and then I'm, and then I'm just flippant and, and then I'm just not at peace. And then I, I go, you know, I go into a, um, a place where I just, you know, remove myself Mm -hmm. from everyone from the world again it's never for me it's never lasted more than a day or two yeah. so i'm not one of those people that it lasts for two long weeks or anything like that when it yeah when it gets that then that's when you really want to seek help is what i'm told yeah so, yeah but but i also say in my book that whenever i notice it come and it arrived um I know for me, the antidote is talking. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that. I
1: talk. That's why I'm very open about
0: like my anxiety. Cause I found if I was in a situation and I was in my own head anxious, it was so much worse where now I just make a joke at
1: it. And I'm like, just say no. <laughs> like, yeah. And really in talking, like if I were, if I were depressed before today, yeah. That coming onto this video today. Just talking to you, whether we talked yeah. about my depression or not, talking to you would really pull me out of it. Mm. I would feel my vibrations start to rise, just yeah. having a connection with another human being. Now, no offense, because yeah. I love you and you're awesome, but if I'm at the grocery store. And I know I'm in a a low vibrational, depressing, just almost angry, angst, any of those feelings. And I'm at the grocery store line. I know that if I start to chat with someone and start a conversation with a stranger, that also pulls me out of it.
0: So I wondered to that point, because I 100% agree with you on that. I can be anxious in a situation. And then once I'm somewhere and I start talking to somebody, like you said, it could be completely random because you and I both know what Tony Robbins says, where our focus goes, our energy flows. So if we're in our own heads, whether it's being like angry or sad or depressed or anxious, once we start talking to somebody, yeah. our Our focus is there, so we're not thinking. It changes, like it switches, right? So I think that's a huge thing to point out to people too. Like if you are in a state of uncomfortable um, feelings, such as anxiety, depression, anger, change where your focus is going. And it could Mm. be getting up and going for a walk and looking at trees or like I'm looking outside, I'm like, oh, there's the rain, I've been waiting. Although my grass needs it, so I'm all good. but it's changing your focus because yeah. it's so easy. And I think when people do get and it is normal. So I, you know, I want to say like, if you do get stuck for a couple of days, it's okay. And just kind of give yourself a little bit of grace because it's your body's way of kind of telling you something and be curious with yourself. Like, what is it like for me, anxiety, people used to ask me cause I'm not a worrier. I was never a worrier like glass always like, um, yeah, very optimistic. So when anxiety would come and I, I would explain it, I now know now it's not silly, but I used to think it sounded silly. And my anxiety was my fear of being anxious. So after I experienced my first panic attack or two, which came out of the blue, which was just my, like hormones and kept body chemistry and all that being off the fear of having another one of those panic attacks was what kept me anxious. Like I.
1: layers, So this yes. is a layer beyond under the layer of it. Yeah. And then wow. it wasn't
0: until, and it took a long time in doing a lot of research and talking to people that a couple of things and I won't go, I won't stay too long on this topic, but two things would happen. There's a part of our brains, the amygdala, which It's the same reason why sometimes you smell a certain thing or you hear a certain song and your body automatically kind of goes back to a certain place in time. For me, certain experiences where I experienced anxiety, my brain, without me consciously thinking about it, would automatically go back to an anxious feeling in my body. And I use the example of like, it clicked for me when I learned this. There's a song that I won't say the artist because I love this artist. But when I was pregnant with my daughter, this song was on all the time. And I used to be super sick and super nauseous in the car. But this song was playing because it was on the radio at the time, all the time. I can't listen to that song now without this in, like instant feeling of wanting to vomit. Wow. Yeah. So when I was able to learn that and be like, oh my God, that's why I'm all of a sudden getting anxious driving on the highway in this particular situation. I could then kind of unwire that neuro pathway for myself and create a new experience. Yes. And I just, it just took practice like over and over again.
1: Wow. Yeah. And then I, I knew that it wasn't is...
0: anything I was doing on
1: purpose. Yeah. That's really, really Amazing information, right? Like it's so cool. It is very cool. It's it's cool to to learn stuff and um not like really go through twelve years of getting a Ph.D. Like it's yes. I love learning these little snippets of it. Yeah. I also say in my book that when the depression does kick in, and I know I'm in it, because obvious we all know when we're in it. Yeah. It's not, it's like looking in a mirror, you know, when you're in it to me, I was like, Oh, okay. This is a beautiful internal built in clock telling me it's time to feed myself more love. Yeah. So I like, I'm, I'm goosebumping myself right now. <laughs> and I have this whole like paragraph or two in the book where I give like a really long um, explanation of that. but. Um if that's a better way, it's a more positive way to look at it rather than, oh, it's to, how do I get rid of this? Yes, rather than try to, oh, I'm depressed, how do I get rid of this? Oh, I have to go for a run, Well, my knees hurt, I can't go for a run, I'll have to find something. you know, rather yeah. than trying to find all these things, why not, oh, I'm having some depression right now. Why don't I for a day, yeah. Just for yes. an afternoon or a day, remove myself from, and just take a mental health day where mm-hmm. I just do all of the things that I love. I used to have around here somewhere, an emergency list or oh, a, like a toolkit type thing. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, so it's my business emergency. Oh, look. I love it. Sign up there. <laughs> a little, I'm such a crafty. I just want to craft everything. And yeah, so, I'm not crafty. It. I love crafting, but I typed personal and professional. Yeah, and because sometimes we don't always remember. Yes, like, what we love if we're in a state. We're if mm-hmm. we're in a state that is so low and you can't even think. Yeah. Like, just can't even think. And this way, oh, look at all these things. Oh my God, I could do that right now. Mm -hmm. And then, and look, there's at least 10 things on my list of personal and 10 or 12 on my business. And then, oh yeah, hello, this I love, this will pull me out of this right now. So I, I mean, I haven't, it's been, it's buried in my drawer because I just don't use it anymore. But it was such a great tool for me.
0: That's a really good tool to share with people because I think we often think that, like, oh, in the moment I'll be able to, you know, come up with something. But when you're in right. that state, it's not that easy. And for you me, can't, like,
1: you can't even think. Oh, you're in yeah. your head, and that's what Tony Robbins says: when you're in your head, you're dead. Yeah. But so when you're in, when you're stuck in your head about all the, and depression comes from a lack, a state yeah. of lack, right? Yeah. I don't know. Does anxiety come from a a place of lack? No, it just comes from a place of fear. Because if you think
0: about it, anxiety is the fear of something, something in the future. And that, so like, I love what you just said about stop trying to fix it because I shared this actually in a podcast before the book that I read and I read lots of self-help books in my early twenties on this. (laughs) the book that hit home for me was called at last a life and it was a guy, oh. I can't think of his name now, but I will look it up. Um, at it, last, at last a life,
1: a life. life. And, at last, a life. Okay. Yeah. And he
0: wasn't a doctor. He wasn't, he was just a person like you or I, but he suffered like severe anxiety for years. And you know, the medications and all that. And then finally, and I forget how he learned because it was so long ago, but that's what hit home for me was I had to stop trying to fix this feeling. And the example he used, he goes, if you go to a doctor and they tell you, you broke your leg, you're going to be in a cast six weeks. Do you go to Google and start looking like, how do I fix it? How do I fix my broken leg? How do I like heal faster? No, you just take it for what it is. You deal with it and move on.
1: Yeah, And he's like,
0: when I stopped trying to, he's like, if I started, I'm getting goosebumps. (laughs) I feel like you, but once it was, he's like, once I stopped trying to fix this feeling that I would get, it didn't, it took the power away from it versus feeding it. Like, nope, don't want to be anxious right now. Don't want to be anxious. I'm going to do this. And it's like, no, just recognize like, okay, I'm anxious. What am I thinking about? That's crossing. and is that
1: what isn't that what Tony Robbins says when the monster is small? Yeah. Don't don't let the monster get so big that you can't even figure anything out. Yeah. When you notice the anxiety or the depression when it's small, that's when you want to sit, listen, yeah. pay attention, go within. Yeah, lean into right? it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. So the anxiety my anxiety is very, again, so much smaller than the depression was my anxiety. I mean, you know, it is fear, right? You said Mm -hmm. that it's fear. So I agree with that. It, it, it only comes in as, um, today. So now at 54, it comes in as like little butterflies. Um, when I think of something that is coming up and I'm not yet prepared for it. Yeah. So a book signing, a radio show, whatever it is, if I'm not quite prepared for it, even if it's three weeks out and I know I'm I'm not preparing for it yet, but the preparation Mm -hmm. is going to be coming up. See, there's those levels of anxiety. Yeah. That's when I get the butterfly flutters. And then, and for me, they go away right away Yeah. Because I know when you're prepared, if you're prepared and you show up and you do your best, you just trust and have faith in the universe that everything's going to work out the way it's supposed to work out. And that's how I handle it for me. Yeah. No, I think that's huge. And I just talk to myself, you know? And Mm -hmm. so, but again, my anxiety is like, if I had to, didn't we give it a number? On one oh, of our shows we did together, my yeah. depression was like an eight, and my anxiety was like a two or a three. So it was much much smaller than the yeah you know, depression for me.
0: It's funny. So when you say, like, you talk to yourself, talking to yourself and what you say and how you say it is so key. Language. Like, so like language that simple thing of like this sounds super easy, but. I am anxious versus I feel a little bit of anxiety right now. Like if I'm saying I am, I'm telling my brain that I am anxious versus yep. like, I feel anxious right now. It's different. And your yep. brain hears it different. It might not feel that different, but it's totally true.
1: Yes. And you said, I'm feeling a little bit. Yeah. So when you say a little bit, a wee bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, wee bit. a wee bit anxious. And, and it makes, makes laugh it about sick. it that is so Tony Robbins <laughs> and I love that and I'm reading his book right now the um I'm awaken, the, awaken the giant within oh. and he oh. he talks about that in that book I know Le- life force oh, you have that one too yes and, I haven't
0: read it yet though
1: I know I'm halfway through and then I want to read life force and that's like 700 pages oh, yeah. you oh, know what oh, my God. with life force without getting off track you don't have to go from first
0: chapter to the end. I pick and choose which chapters I want to uh, that I'm
1: interested in first. I know, but that's your fun personality, Michelle. <laughs> you can't so do that's that. like in your nature to do that. My I'm I'm little, <laughs> just yeah. I just want to do do the the due diligence. But anyway, so yeah. I this whole um you know, language thing is so key. So I love that you said a a little bit anxious, a wee bit anxious. Even if you start to say, I'm feeling a little bit depressed because you're making it little, you're Mm. making it small. So those things are key too. And I I believe hugely in language. If you sit here and say, um, I could just eat that whole buffet like yeah. our land, <laughs> that man is older than dirt yeah like, our, like, i'm starving like, that's another one i'm starving, I'm starving. yeah like well, um, you're really not you're just hungry or, or even like when you said the, the crazy world out there that we all love um you know there's a lot of um anger there is you know? so much. I'm, I'm so angry at the supreme court and you know I don't know. I yeah. don't know. There's 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 so many things that are happening that I I just want to remove myself because you said at the kickoff of the show the only thing we can control is ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just want to stay in my lane and do my thing, and of course I want to put my stamp on the planet and do everything I can to support other human beings like me yeah um but but you know what do what we can control you know put out more love put out into the world what you want to see I love to tell people that about social media
0: I love that like that's such a good point like put out versus like the hate and the anger like you're only going to hear that back you're all like people that are angry and people that feel that. like that's what you're going to hear more of which is going to create more of it. Yep. It's like, so put out, like you said, like more of like love or like there's other. Put out what things. you want to yeah. hear. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I I feel really strongly about that because yeah. whatever we're projecting out into the world, it, whether it's truth or illusion yeah. or whatever, it's a projection. And it, it, is it a solution? Like, you know, like try to. Yeah be more of the, the solution. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm just just on preaching what you right want now. Versus
0: what you, yeah, no, like, but you focus on what you want versus what you don't want. Cause you get more of what you focus on and that's where your energy goes. So it's,
1: I, I love how you just said that just now, because I feel like it, it's so powerful to see, to be in this space right here that says, um, I know what I don't want. Mm-hmm. Right. So we can say, I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to have anxiety. But guess what? We're going to get more of because we're saying I don't, right? Because yeah. we're saying I don't, the the universe and the mind and the, and the subconscious only hears anxiety, depression, yes. anxiety. It doesn't hear the don't. Yeah. It just hears yeah. the words, right? Yeah. So it's a powerful place to be in this. I don't. And I, I'm, I'm not saying that I never say those things because yeah. say we both acknowledge what we don't want. But as soon as you acknowledge what you don't want, you can come right over here to what I do want. And that makes it even more empowering, right? Mm -hmm. Then when you go even further to what you said, I am, and then you take it to I am or as if, or, or like already, although as if already happening, then you're even taking it to even more. I'm. I'm already, I am gaining control over the anxiety that I used to have. Yeah. (laughs) Like, say it in the present (laughs) tense, right? Right. Yeah. I feel like that's totally helped me too.
0: And I feel like we could have a total conversation and show just on that in living kind of like from that future self, if you will, like who, whether it's weight loss or whether it's a money goal or something that's already. You're living as if you've already achieved it because your body and mind don't know the difference when you start to really put yourself in that energy field.
1: Yeah, I and yeah. I do it. I do yeah. it. I stand in the mirror with my bra and panties and I look at that <laughs> skinny little thing. Look at this skinny Ew, little body not. you have. <laughs> and I know I'm not skinny. Oh, no, and,
0: and skinny is just a thought, right? Somebody could look be like, oh, no, not right. so skinny.
1: But I, but I, I do, you know, I'm, I'm human. I'm, I, yeah. I grew up in the 60s, 70s. Like I still have yeah. all of the, um, the imprints of media and, oh, yeah. and And the world and how everything has changed. I have all those imprints in yeah. me. Well, like so. the Barbie, like, I love how that there's a meme and it's like, if Barbie was actually real, she'd fall over.
0: Like she, would <laughs> should stand up. <laughs> Oh, and she's on her tippy toes, but so she's just constantly. Yeah. Great so, calves
1: though. She's got great calves.
0: <laughs> she does. Oh my God. I could continue forever. And I feel like, like we just had so much fun talking. So we're going to have to continue this because, um, I think with us, we, we bring light to this situation, but really helpful hmm. tools and yeah, I just, I, I want the world to know, like it's you know, it's okay to feel certain ways, but there are solutions
1: and it's, yeah. And, and we're, we're normal people that have messed up stuff that we're working through and walking yeah. through. Like, yeah, you know, it's, it's normal to have a lot of these feelings. So I'm, yeah. I'm grateful and so thankful to be here with you. Yay. Well, so thank, thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much for coming. And yeah. So you
0: can, what's your website? If people want to check you out and get um, your book.
1: Or- so right. Yeah. So the book is I love my Cause I just want everyone to love their diet. Yeah. I love my diet. Yeah. And my diet not it's not like
0: did. diet per se. Like you eat this, you don't eat this. It's your way of what you feed yourself.
1: If you create it yourself. Yeah. And I show people how I created my own customized personal diet for me. It is not a one size fits all. It is you create your own. And I show people how I created mine so that they can create their own. Yeah. Um, And then I also, uh, Nicole Perry.com. Awesome.
0: I love that. And I'm super excited. This actually, this is my first time announcing it here. So obviously the name of my podcast is bootcamp for your mind podcast come September I am doing it's boot camp for your mind a 12 week um wellness program to mental physical strength and physical strength so I'm excited to kind of get that started so there'll be more information on that to come but thank you so much for being here again Nicole and I hope whenever you're listening or wherever you're listening from you are having a beautiful day Talk to you later. Bye. Michelle wordman is a certified life coach now offering an online coaching membership to support brain power and mental wellness. It's important to exercise our bodies, but we have to exercise our minds too. Our thoughts are what ultimately create the results in our lives. And becoming aware of our thoughts is what we dive into through her Mind, Brain, and Wellness program. You can start to create your dream life today from the comfort of your own home and at your own pace too. Contact Michelle today at mbwliving.com.